We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Carrots. My name is Brian. And I'm Peas. And I'm Kayla. Well, it's good to see you look cute today. Why, little thank earrings, you. Your little, what color shirt is that? Um, Kind of like a... Apricot? Apricot? Coral something? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know coral was a color. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? It is. So anyway. Oh. Anyway, so what's up in the world of peas and carrots besides people wearing coral color shirts? We had a plumbing issue. We could spend a long time on this, but we won't because nobody wants to hear that much about sewage. But it did teach us a few things. Okay, so here's the story. I am sitting downstairs in my easy chair. Let's get that clear. Uh huh. In my easy chair. So I'm sitting there and I'm reading a book or watching TV or something, and I hear the downstairs toilet because there's a bathroom. Uh, down there, and mm-hmm. I and I hear the uh, downstairs toilet go. Boop, 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 boop. I'm like, well, that's odd. So I get up and I walk into the bathroom, mm-hmm. and it's like the toilet has lost all of its water, but nobody flushed it. I'm like, well, that's what's what's odd. So I flush the toilet, and it's fine. I mean, there was nothing in the toilet; it was clear water. I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's just a little burp or something like that. So I come downstairs, I'm cleaning house, and I, I come into the room and I'm thinking, God, what is that awful smell? Well, I had So smelled. I don't say anything and I go back upstairs. Well, then I come down a few minutes later and this is where I got myself in trouble. Yes, she comes downstairs with this little snarl on her face and this little nose is just wrinkled up well, to the it was just And so my question that got me in trouble... B, B, are you feeling okay? (laughs) I had had, I caught a whiff of that, and I just thought it was whenever the toilet burped that maybe we got like a little air bubble from the sewage line. No. And so she's So I go back upstairs and I said, I'm going to take a bath. And after I've been shamed here, y'all, I'm done cleaning house. I'm going to take a bath and then we can go out and run some errands and get some lunch and. Well, long story short, I come back downstairs, and it's awful. It just hits me. And so I said, baby, are you sure you're feeling okay? And by this point, justifiably, I've offended you because you looked at me and went, what is your deal? I'm just sitting here in my recliner reading a book. And I said, it stinks down here. As we walk out the house, my sock feet hit the rug in the laundry room and, and my wet. feet are wet so we deduce that water is coming from the utility closet now we have a word for this we have a phrase for this kind of water what i borrowed it? it from someone i call it boo-boo water you borrowed it from jackie hill perry yes. i think you call it what now boo-boo water boo-boo water and, and it was all over the utility room floor so and the laundry room yeah and and thankfully now, the utility room floor is concrete. Yeah. That's where our hot water eater is. That's where our AC unit is. And there's even a drain there. There's a drain goodness. that drains, like, for the AC unit, that drains if, if the hot water heater ever uh, leaks. But apparently it can also back up. 
Oh, and it did. So uh, let me say this, first of all. The, that boo-boo water, as Miss Kayla calls it, never touched any renovated part of the house. Thank goodness. None of the new tile, none yeah. of the new flooring, anything like that. I instantly called Roto-Rooter mm-hmm. Plumber. They were there within... Ten minutes. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. They were there, boom. And they deduced that perhaps we had a... Some kind of a blockage that worked itself out. But in working itself out, it defaulted to that overflow and flooded our utility room. So So it it was pretty disgusting. But a good mop and some strong cleaner, and now we're back to new. So, yes. We actually had the plumbers out again Mm-hmm. Yesterday, they mm-hmm. came and they cleaned the pipes. And uh, so he said that. Tragedy call, averted. Tragedy averted. So we'll call them. But, B, what did years. we learn from this? Um, well, we went to church that particular Sunday. Mm. And we'll, well, we go to church most Sundays, but that Sunday we went to church. And we didn't sleep well the, the, uh, the night that that happened. Every noise we jumped. Yeah. And like, I went, are now, we about to have. A geyser yes. in one of the bathrooms, or and I think twice that night I got up and went downstairs and checked. Like, are we going? Is this happening again? And the next morning, we're at church and Pastor Chris preaches from Luke nine, mm. and it's like, why are you worried? Why are you stressing? God has this all of this under control, and He's going to use even the hard stuff during your salvation mm. to make you more like Christ. And I have never, I never, that was like God shouting at me. You? There was a, mo- a moment that Chris shared that even in, and it was very funny, but it was very relevant because I was very angry with God on Saturday. I just wanted a peaceful day. I had my, Plans laid out. I'd cleaned house. I was proud of myself. I wanted to go out and enjoy an afternoon with you. I had even gone to the length of doing all of my grown-up adulting errands on Friday so that Saturday afternoon we could have a leisurely lunch and then maybe just go to the bookstore and play and relax. And then, boom, here comes boo-boo water. And Chris joked about how he is when he's driving, how his temper can get away from him. And I was pretty angry with, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I kind of said a few things that weren't very pleasant and grumbled a few things that weren't very pleasant. Wasn't very proud of myself. And in that moment, Chris reminded me that there is grace. He forgives us of the worst version of ourselves. And I felt this freedom to stop scolding myself for getting upset Mm. on Saturday. And it was just, it was a reminder to me that we're all two steps forward, three steps back, two steps forward, three steps back. And yet it doesn't mean that God's punishing us. He's just continuing to grow us to make us more like him, Mm. which, yeah, 
Please tell me we've learned this so we don't have to go through any more no, boo-boo water. we haven't water. learned it. We haven't but. learned it. There'll, there'll be boo-boo water episodes in, like, other areas of our lives. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I, God really used that to get my attention in some areas. Uh, and it also reminded me that I have to rely on other people. Mm. Brian doesn't, because I often feel like, and I'll just admit this here, I feel like a failure as a man oftentimes because I don't know how to fix a car. I don't know anything about plumbing. Uh, we had an issue with our grill and had a gas leak. And I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. I am a leader. I am a bookworm. Uh, I'm a nerd. I don't know anything about Stop. that. Yeah, ma'am. And so, but we're not meant to know how to do everything. So I, it's good to be kind of interdependent in some ways. So, and the crew that came out, they were amazing. They were patient with us. He walked us through what he was doing and why he was doing that. And part of it was to give me peace of mind. He actually showed me the camera running through our line, water line. So, so there's a spiritual truth here that everybody who's listening, and this is for us as well, is that when crap happens, literally, literally or, and figuratively. Or, or figuratively, it doesn't mean that he's angry with you. Mm. We live in a fallen world. Mm. We are fallen creatures. Things break. We try to set up perfect worlds of like comfort and ease. Mm. And when those things get bumped, we think that he's angry. And we forget that we have food, clothing, shelter, that we've been saved from hell, and so we get angry. Mm. But remember that simply because crap happens, it doesn't mean he's angry. It means he's working on us. Mm. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yes, it is. So ah, so here we are, what, a f- few weeks after all that and we clear literally thank god <laughs> he, he actually showed me a picture of our pipes he says ain't they pretty tmi i'm like i don't know if i'd call sewer pipes pretty but they're but they're nice okay there you go we good influencers yes so we live in an age where we are influenced by so many people. We take advice from total strangers, how we should dress, what we should buy, how to stage our homes, all these things we, we take to Instagram or to the socials, and we let these people dictate for us in some ways how we should be spending our money, how we should be living our lives. And it, it got us to thinking it's said that we become like the five people we spend the most time with. Well, I ain't got five friends, so let's Stop just start it. there. Yes, you do. Stop. How does that hit you, though, when you think about that? What does that, what is that, again, this is just a, a quick hit thought that we've both been having as we're looking at how we are spending our time, what we're engaging with. I want people who aren't going to tear me down. Mm-hmm. People who are going to build me up. People are going to be honest. Mm -hmm. People who aren't going to manipulate me 
or make me feel guilty over stuff. I, I hate false guilt. Uh, I hate passive aggressiveness. Oh, gosh, yes. Just be real. Mm-hmm. Be honest. And that's what I'm after. Yeah. And not people who are using you to get something accomplished yes. and then they're going to move on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that. So I, well, I'm going to let you start cause I'm not sure I want to share that. Go ahead. Yes. I, I agree with everything you said. Are we becoming better versions of ourselves is my question based on those we surround ourselves okay. with because iron sharpens iron. And what I'm starting to realize is I've let some people into my, I call it my circle, that maybe they don't have a right to be there yeah. because they're not necessarily people who should or have earned the right to speak into my everyday. And that's on me. That's because I've either relaxed some boundaries on what are values of mine or how I'm, where my focus is. And I can see where for both of us, we've kind of struggled with this coming out of the pandemic. It's kind of the shiny rock syndrome of, but Also, the thing I've challenged myself on is, would I want to be around me? Mm. Would I want... Well, if I'm paying for dinner, I'd like to go. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I'm, I'm taking a step back and assessing, am I lifting other people up? Or am I one of those people that's kind of pulling them down? I have a leadership mentor that Mm -hmm. I meet with weekly. Mm -hmm. I have a therapist um, that I meet with about once a month now. I have a friend that I have breakfast with every, every Saturday morning. I have one of my best friends lives in Florida. We talk often and I have you. Uh, Those would be, I would say the five people who influence me the most, you being the most. There's also books I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, currently, I find television boring and confusing and uh, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I try to, I have work friends, friends who I work with. So this is something that like that like I'm intentional about. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better leader. I want to be a better follower of Christ. Mm. And I feel that weight oftentimes to a fault. Yeah. You know, that I want to continually improve. So I try to be very intentional as to who I, as to who I let in my orbit and as to whose orbit I am in. Yeah. Because life is short and I don't want to waste my time. Mm. So I hope hope that so my encouragement to you as a listener is don't just float from person to person. Well you can be friendly and you can be kind 
but you need to be intentional with like four or five relationships that can make you into a better person that can, that can help you improve. And if you don't see that, well, then you need to step back and look at your life, figure out what, you know, what am I doing? What's going on here? Absolutely. That's my take. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm, I'm not sure there's much to add. Okay. Well, all right. I did good on that one. (laughs) (laughs) See if I can mess up the next one then. (sighs) You really want to talk about this? Because on the in the we were driving into work. No, today. I don't. But all right. But I know that we're okay. meant to. Now, let me just say this: this is a good pausing point to go use the bathroom. Wow! Pop some popcorn. Pause the podcast after you get your popcorn, and as my dad used to call it, soda water. Soda water. It's what dad called soda pop or Aww. coke. He called it he soda sure water. Did, yeah. Son, I'm going to go get me a soda water. What, Daddy? What are you calling this? He'd come back with like a Coke or a Dr. Pepper or a Big Red. So so here we go. Mm-hmm. Walking by faith, not by sight. Now, we're about to get really real about our faith, our belief, and yet how we struggle. There is no shock. I have shared this many times that I often struggle with my faith. And I use a line that I don't have moments of doubt. I have moments of belief. Mm. So, Yes, we, we did a previous podcast talking about that, and it was amazing conversation. And then this summer hit. And I've had a real crisis of faith this summer. And I'm still there in some ways. And I've been running. I'll Well, not literally because I nearly broke my foot. But that's another subject. I don't have any um, Kleenex in here and you're about to cry. But I've really sat with some hard questions for the last few months. Probably, I think I sensed it was coming around April or May. And I could feel a shift in how I was engaging and how I was reacting to things. But I felt like a fraud because I work for a Christian ministry and I write for a Christian ministry and I'm sharing verses and I'm supposed to be inspiring and motivating and encouraging. And yet on the inside, I've been sitting with this, is any of this real? Is God really present today? Mm. I mean, sure, he was he was there then, but is he really here now? And he's felt tone deaf Mm. to me. Do I matter to him? And Christianity has seemed very toxic. And there's a lot to that. And we could spend probably two hours on this topic. But at the end of the day, I have taken each of these and I've started really wrestling through them. And a lot of it, I've had to admit that I shifted my sight from putting my trust in him to putting my trust in humans. 
and my own feelings. What's and what mean? I mean What's by a, that yeah, is that mean? I feel that God is silent. It doesn't mean that he is. It could just be that he's letting me have some time to sit with some big thoughts mm. and big feelings. And maybe he is silent, but he's still sovereign. It doesn't mean that he's not actively working behind the scenes. Mm. I just want to be able to see it, and I want to feel something. Mm. But specifically, for me, it's looked like, well, God, I asked and I asked and I asked, and you didn't answer that the way I wanted you to. Mm. And, Lord, I begged you to change this person well, maybe that person isn't who he needs to change. Mm. Maybe it's me that he's needing to change. And do I matter to him? Maybe that's coming from a weary season of a pandemic that forced change in so many areas. Friendships have shifted. Relationships have changed. A lot of hard situations lended to seeking wise counsel from therapists who reminded us of what mattered and what didn't mm. and what needed to have higher value. And then I really don't want to, to go deep on this because there's a lot of opinion, but Christianity does appear toxic. When the certain, church certain is so, of it, certain strands. the church is so split over how they should align politically versus religiously, and again, I don't want to go deep on that, but to an outsider, when a church literally says all are welcome here, but then, but. You can just sit on the sidelines if you are this, this, or this. That's a, yeah. That's you a, know, if your label is this sexual affiliation or this religious affiliation or this, then you just, you just sit over there and be quiet, but you're welcome here. And I've really struggled with each and every one of these areas. And in some ways, I still am. Mm. But here's what I know today as I continue to struggle. I'm staying in the word mm. because unlike Gulliver's Travels or Pride and Prejudice or various other books that I've read and then been like, oh, well, there's that. Taken the lesson and moved on. His word is still, it's active and I see ways that he's using his word, it's not lost on me that my devotion right now is Psalms. And I see David and how, whoop, he's up one day and then boom, he's crashed the next day. And oh, he feels close to God. And oh, now he feels far from him. And oh, he feels favor with God. And then he feels punished by God. I see myself in David. And I see repeatedly how God is using Psalms to remind me that I'm on a roller coaster as well. And I'm starting to 
truly believe that it's not that he moved. I did. Mm. I moved an inch back when perhaps my request didn't get answered the way I wanted it to. And then I moved an inch back more when someone didn't respond or react the way I felt they should. And then I moved an inch back more when disappointment sat with me and things didn't go the way I wanted them to. And so inch by inch by inch, I think it's me pulling away. God never changed. His word is unchanging. I sit in church and I still feel his presence there in some ways. But I walk out and it's as if it was a moment. Mm. I don't know if that makes any sense. but Your heart is real. You're sharing. Uh, Let me say this. You're encouraging me. You're encouraging our listeners. So I want to thank, I just want to thank you. That's beautiful. That's great. I just want to say thank you. And I see you pursuing him. And you've said a lot of, you have publicly confessed your doubts and things that you're struggling with. And that's a great thing. And I guarantee you there are millions of people doing the exact same thing. They're sitting out there saying, where is he? Why, why can't I feel him? Mm. Where, where, where's he at? And I think, uh, I'm going to go all nerdy here just for a <laughs> second. Okay. <laughs> We're in the radio business and mm-hmm. we play songs and we share content that is meant to evoke a feeling or to help you feel connected. There's a point to where we start to believe that it, that if we don't leave with a warm feeling or we haven't had goosebumps, that God didn't move. Mm. And that's a wrong thinking. The first century church, you don't ever hear a, a person having a special music song standing up and causing the crowd to do a standing ovation. I mean, apparently Paul was so boring as a preacher that a guy fell Didn't asleep. did he fall out of a windowsill? This guy <laughs> fell out of a second-story windowsill <laughs> and fell to his death. Paul had to raise him from the dead. I mean, mm. so I struggle with that as well, feelings. that Let me just say this. If people, like, mistreat me or I feel like I am lonely, and, I, and listen, that's a huge struggle for me, I will start to think that God hates me. Here's a hard truth for me, and everybody just take a deep breath. Jesus didn't come to help me not feel lonely. Mm. He came to rescue me from my sin so I could spend eternity with him. And when I get to heaven and I spend eternity with him, I'll never be lonely. But this life I have to, I have to struggle through. And I think part of the struggle is this. It's to teach us that heaven will be better than this. But oh, how we want to build heaven here. Yes. Does that, does that, does that make, and, and I've had a crisis of faith. I had it back in seminary where I felt the Bible was just another book. And because you're in seminary and you're treating the Bible as a, as a textbook. And I still struggle with it. Um, 
And there's danger in making God transactional. Where's that? And I've had to admit to myself this this season that I'm guilty of that. But God, I'm a good person. But God, I tithe faithfully. But God, I'm generous with our money. But God, I work for a Christian ministry. But God, I gave this. And I gave up that. Go ahead. And yet, sorry, in all of that, I've made it about me. Mm. And it's not. And so what I've really wrestled with is... If you listen to any podcast that we do, I need you to know that the purpose behind all of this is that you pursue him. Mm. It's not about us having 500 downloads a week or making you laugh. Of course, we want to make you laugh, but it's making you pursue him. Even when he feels disappointing or or cruel or that you can't please him. It's realizing that he made you, he crafted you perfectly, and that it's a journey. And life is going to be full of moments that... I have no control over, but I have a track record with him, which is, and this is what you've pushed me to do this summer, because you've seen it. I mean, you've had a front row seat. Look for the tiny mercies. And what, what is his track record of loving you well? What is, what is his record of It being more about his sovereignty than my success Mm. or me getting what I want. And yeah, this is, I'm, I'm knocking on 50 years old. And so I've bumped along through my life and. You don't look a day over 21. Well, that was sweet. It's true. What did you do? You either broke something or bought something. No, I'm just kidding. Um. I didn't make the boo-boo water, okay? (laughs) Go ahead. This is just one of those times in my life where I realize that it's game on time. All the things that I have found to be important have kind of faded Mm. in light of this reality that I can plan. And I mean, I think Ecclesiastes even speaks to this. I can plan and I can do all the, I can toil and, but there's a time for everything and there are seasons that, and I think this is one for me that I'm facing who he really is versus who I really am. And back to what you said, the most important thing is he loved us enough that his son died so that we could spend eternity with him that's it that's all of it she mentioned a great the first of all 
never doubt your faith because Jesus has shown through you beautifully in this podcast. And I, and I've sat over here and squalled and I need a bag of potato <laughs> chips now. So I got to go <laughs> feed my feelings. I'm just, I'm just a wreck. Uh, so don't, why don't you prepare me for this emotion? <laughs> I need some gummy bears or sour patch kids or something. Uh, whoo. Oh, I need some cheesy fries. would be good. Um, she mentioned tiny mercies. Uh, the last two or three weeks for us have just been horrendous. Okay. And I'm just going to give you a glimpse into our world. Okay. It looks like Miss Kayla has some uh, nerve damage on the bottom of her foot from when she fell. She can walk. She doesn't limp. Well, she gets the first thing in the morning. She looks like the mummy going across <laughs> the house, but she gets it warmed up. Then And then she's going. But when we called those, but when we had that whole boo-boo water, we, 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 and we called Roto-Rooter, first, the first Tiny Mercy, they were there within 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Second Tiny Mercy, that stuff never reached the whole new part of the house. Third, they didn't charge us for that visit, even though they put a camera down the drains yeah. and looked at everything. The, those are all t- the guys were respectful. They were kind. They were honest. It's amazing. Then let me let me just say this as well. Then whenever they they like do come out and they do clean the pipes, everything went as beautiful. I had an issue with like my grill and the whole propane tank. Neighbor comes nearly over. blew the house up. I did, did not <laughs> nearly blow the house up. No, but thankfully you heard the. The hissing. hissing. And I was able to turn that off. He helped me. They brought us, they had a day where they grilled appetizers, and they've brought us four or five appetizers that we tried. And I saw what God was doing. He's using them to say, hey, I see you. I love you. Mm. That kind of. And then we went to church in Luke 9. It's just. I want to look at Brian. I want to look at everything that makes me happy and makes and makes me feel comfortable. When I should be looking at what makes me holy. Mm. What makes me more like him. So Miss Kayla, you are stronger than you think you are and you are more like Jesus than than you give yourself credit for. Whew. Are we done with this topic now? We are. I'm proud of you. I love you. Can we go get some french fries? For that, I love you back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have an opportunity for you. Um, and it's very simple. You can win a peas and carrots coffee mug. Yes. Go to our website and answer today's trivia question. And, well, look for the trivia button, answer the question, and you could be entered to win a mug. So go to the peasandcarrotspodcast.com website, who is peas and who is carrots. That will be this week's question. Here's a hint. And we told you at the beginning of the podcast. And here's a hint. Ladies always come first. Mm. Who is peas? And who is carrots? 
answer that. We and we've been having weekly winners. This has been fun. We have. This has been so much fun. And they've been tagging us in pictures of their coffee mugs. Yeah. And some of you you use some of you use way too much creamer. Looking at you, Becky Graves. I'm just saying. Uh back off. What? You go through a we're not talking about my twice fault. as fast we are talking as I about, do. We're not talking no, but about, I got Becky's back. We're talking about saying, Becky's faults, so. okay? Um, In which we're going to interview her soon. i got to reach out to her. We yes, need we it. are. So, yeah, stay tuned. She's yeah. going to be a guest, hopefully. She's, um, she's a ministry in we haven't Haiti. asked yet, but yeah. So, anyway, hey, thanks for listening. And uh, you can subscribe to our podcast. Just search the Peas and Carrots Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Or visit our website at peasandcarrotspodcast.com when you do. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Just search for the Peas and Carrots podcast. Powerful stuff today. I'm proud of you. Thank you, B. For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Looking for another encouraging podcast? Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises with Melody, Candy, and Gabe explores the real experiences of life through humor and honesty, weighing in together on how every quirk, bump, and bruise of life that we encounter can all relate back to the grace, love, and forgiveness of God. Search Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises wherever you get your podcasts today.